Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. Mm-hmm. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. <laughs> Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. <sighs> wow. Yeah, right. Wow. Wow. We're getting in it tonight. Yeah. We, uh, our proximities are closer. They're not across town. They're not. They're closer. They're within a town. They're within the same town now. Within a residence. Yep. First time in months. What a world. What a world. All right. Maybe we should get into it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. All right, there we go. Yep. So, we like to keep it spooky year-round. Zach, you know what I like to do? What? Keep it spooky. Hmm. Interesting. You, I you know could me. not have guessed that. <laughs> but yeah. we are officially in spooky season. We are. On the road to Halloween. Yes. Which is my favorite holiday. I think so. Yeah. It's only grown in popularity in my mind the older I've gotten. Like, yeah. Like other ones kind of like exist or they level off. Halloween is like a slope. Yeah, it keeps it, going up. It just gets better every it year. It really does. You know, for different reasons than other holidays. You know, I like other holidays a lot. But oh, of course. I like Halloween. Right. But yeah. So, what's one of the best things to do here in fall or spooky season? One of the best things to do? Yeah. What's a personal favorite? Personal favorite. Oh, hello. We got an alert. It's yeah. all right. Getting notifications from behind the veil. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's no big deal. Things I like to do of this season. Particularly, man, now I'm now I'm stumped. Oh, it's not a trick question. <laughs> it's oh. What do you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do I like to do? Huh. Wow. Maybe I, I should have like to drink. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to. Um, it's a good fall time thing. I like to. Do. to I like to decorate. Mm-hmm. Or I like to look at decorations. I like to look at spooky decorations. Almost probably more than Christmas lights, I would say. I like to look at skeletons and things and yeah. debate buying things that cost a lot of money, like the Home Depot's 12-foot skeleton. Have you seen that thing? I've heard of okay. heard of well, such a thing. I mean, I wish I had 12 of them. Mm-hmm. It'd be very impressive. It would be cool. But that, um, I don't know, wearing hoodies, people like doing that. I'm a person. I like doing that. Okay. Getting a little cooler. Layer layer it up. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know on... Uh, in an ideal world, I, I'm in an ideal world. I could just make this happen, like visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like visit spooky places, mm-hmm. graveyards and things, or yeah, and all those anything that's kind of the Halloween vibe. Well, when you can't travel so much because of problems, right? <laughs> um, problems. You know, you stay home, maybe watch a a horror movie. Right? Wow, I miss that. That's wow. how much I want to get out of the house. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> all I've been doing is watching shit. Yeah, okay. I mean, I did say it wasn't a trick question, but man, you I avoided it so hard. <laughs> no. Am I am I running for president? Am I just avoiding <laughs> the issue? <laughs> yeah. My debate skills? Okay. So, yes. horror movies yes. are great. They are. I'm a big fan. They're scary. They're funny. They're yeah. sometimes serious. 
and sometimes they're absolute nonsense. Yes. And it's pretty much a blast no matter what. Agreed. So since it's fall and absolutely miserable outside, have you watched any good ones this year? I haven't. The last one I, I haven't w- had time really. The, the last, sense. the last one I Let's watched. A couple. The last one I watched um, was Night of the Living Dead three. Hmm. For a uh, three, huh? Yes, it was Ooh. a. Uh, it was for a uh, perhaps a, a movie breakdown. It was mm-hmm. watched for, mm-hmm. and it was pretty. Uh, it was a good time. It was pretty. I liked it a lot. It's like a Romeo and Juliet, but zombie story. I don't know if I've seen three. I probably have. Night it's, of the Living Dead one and two are up there in some of my favorites. It's a, they're uh, they fall into that nonsense category. This one's a little more reserved, but not at the same time. Interesting. Which I mean, after the first two, like I'm okay because it's like a change of pace because the first two are balls out crazy. Yep. So I'm okay with this one. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll have to look into that. It's I'll add one. that to my list. But that's, yeah, that's the most recent one. Because yeah, I haven't really had a chance to watch many like I normally do. But I got a growing list of recommendations that I can try to hell yeah put a dent in soon. But anyways, the classics though, you know. Yes. That's where we get the universal monsters that ev- everyone can easily identify and recognize. Well, except maybe the Invisible Man. True. <laughs> but <laughs> Frankenstein, yeah. Dracula, the Mummy, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, the Wolfman. Everyone knows those, right? Yes. I'm, I would hope so. I would think so. By this point, yes. I don't know how many of those movies I've actually seen. Just a handful, I would say, because I've definitely seen like the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I've never seen Frankenstein, I don't believe. Um, but then like Dracula and all that stuff. Probably only seen a handful. But regardless, even just only seeing a handful of those, everyone knows who I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, okay, so this is... Here's a fun fact for you. I like fun facts. I didn't know this, but apparently the Universal Monsters are getting rebooted. Were you aware of this? I don't know if, if it's, is that still an ongoing... They, I know they had tried with Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird movie. It's like I don't hate the movie. It's just a weird way to try to reboot a whole horror monster franchise. Right. Apparently, I, I missed that. Um, it was like 2017. Uh, it's forever ago now. And then, like, all the other ones are, like, TBA. And then, yeah. But they're calling it, like, the Dark Universe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had no idea until I was, you know, re- reading a little bit about their, these here. Did you dabble into that Mummy movie by chance? I did not. I didn't have time. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is in the movie. I'm also not saying he's played by Russell Crowe. I saw that. Because uh, okay. I went to the Wikipedia page now. Yes. And it, it said... Johnny Depp's supposed to be like the Invisible Man. Russell Crowe was yeah. Uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. There was another name attached to it, but I don't remember who it was. I mean, these things are probably all because that nobody. I don't know how. I mean, these things are probably about to be revamped. Whatever they were trying to do, I don't know how well that. I don't think the Mummy movie went over very well with people. I don't think many people have seen it. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, so I think as a person that likes horror movies, right. How did I miss that? I don't know. I don't know. I think they, they might be in a bad spot. I mean, but I, I, I would like to see them continue whatever they're trying to do. Right. But uh, cool, I guess. So where did some of these tales get their inspiration from, though? Oh, what? Hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, what are we doing? I don't know. What are, what are we doing? I'm excited, whatever this is. Um, so most people are aware that mummies are human remains that have been <laughs> mummified, <laughs> embalmed. True. That's weird enough. 
But yeah. you know, well, then you get they're buried in pyramids, and I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, pyramids are a weird thing. They are. Uh, and as we've discussed numerous times, the depths of oceans and bodies of water have so much to hide from us. That may inspire the creature from the Black Lagoon. Absolutely. Stories of werewolves and animal hybrids have been around for ever. Yes. From what we've seen, you know, from what we do here, getting weird and feared. Yes. Um, Dracula, if you're not familiar. What is he? Uh, he's based off of Vlad Dracula or Vlad the Impaler. Yes. Then throw some Elizabeth Bathory in there. You can get lots of weird shit going on with that. And we'll get into that some other time. Cause okay. That's a, that's a yes. fun one. Good. Uh, the Invisible Man, I guess you could chalk it up to ghosts, weird things, poltergeist type stuff, maybe. Yeah, and just... I mean, that's just me kind of... No, I like that. Or just like the, what if you were invisible? That's kind of the play on that. And what if you right. were a maniac? And how many movies are there based off of that? Like, a lot. Doesn't Kevin Bacon do that at some point? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I do think so. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what that one's called. I should know that. Um, After he fights the Graboids. Yeah, it's all the same universe. It's got to be. Hollow Man, is that it? I mean, but see, like, Graboids don't even... Graboids could still get you because you still make sound. Yeah. Grab, yeah. Graboids can't see anyways. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I jumped straight into Invisible Man versus the Graboid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, right? It can't, doesn't fucking matter. So, anyways. So Kevin Bacon got his powers as the Hollow Man to go fight the Graboids. Yeah. But they see heat vision. That's what I mean. So, yeah, it's useless. <laughs> it's useless. Okay. They don't have eyes. Yeah. And the one thing he does, like he's... Fuck, I mean, the Graboids could be like the Invisible Man's nemesis. Yeah. Sound sound and heat. Yeah. The Shriekers. Huh. Yeah, the Invisible Man can't hide from the, can't hide from the Graboids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fun movie to oh, think about. Yeah. Um, Jesus. But yeah, that's... That's when we get to Frankenstein's monster, though. Yes. And Victor Frankenstein. Yes. What sort of abomination could have inspired this tale of a creature that was forced into existence from a combination of corpses? Oh, Christ. I don't know. Well, real-life people, of course. No, what are we doing? Uh-huh. What are we doing? What are they doing? <laughs> well. Probably what, I, probably what I'm picturing. Oh, no. Yep. Luigi Galvani. He was an Italian man of medicine and philosophy. Nice. Enlightened. Mm-hmm. He was a, um, an enlightened man, you know, coming out of the Enlightenment period, I guess. Uh, sure. I guess it's probably about there. I don't know exactly, because I didn't look that up. Yeah, we'll worry about that later. But we're in the mid-1700s. That's yes. got to be right around there. That is the enli- Yeah, that would be around the Enlightenment period. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, yeah. Either way, he was a man who studied medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, he maybe dabbled in some surgery, some chemistry. Oh, man, I'm so glad you said surgery. I thought you were going to say sorcery. Well. Oh, well, never mind. I'll be quiet. <laughs> You're telling me a story. He eventually became pretty prominent in his field and became a lecturer at the Academy of Sciences. Okay. Where he thought, taught theoretical anatomy and practical anatomy. Okay. What is theoretical anatomy? I don't know. Uh, I can make some cool guesses, but I don't think I should do that. Well, that's probably what they were doing. Um, so practical anatomy, though, he demonstrated uh, through human dissection. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors weren't always... Well, 
We'll leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they used to do some shady stuff. You know, but that's not what we're getting at here. Later, he became interested in the field of medical electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Medical electricity. Medical electricity. Okay. And this was after the discovery of the electrical effects. Uh, what electricity does to the human body, basically. Okay. So, from here, the legend goes that Galvani was slowly skinning the lower half of a frog when a buildup of static electricity discharged itself through the scalpel and into the frog and caused the legs of the frog to twitch and jump as if the frog had been trying to hop away. Can you imagine this man's reaction when he saw this happen? Uh, Can you imagine how happy he was? Yeah. It's like, oh, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. oh, ho. it's the sound he made too. Yeah, oh, probably. Oh, 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 yep. Okay. So Galvani, well, this galvanized him into action. Oh, well, that's where that word comes from. Actually, it. it comes like from it. this man. I like it. Which is pretty funny. That is pretty neat. But it galvanized him into action, and he came up with his theory of an animal electricity. He believed this was similar. 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 That's cool. But not entirely the same as electricity from that of lightning or static electricity. It was some sort of residual animal electric fluid that remained in the body of the animal after its death. That's not the lesson to take away from this. Well, well, maybe. I mean, do you have any any words that are, are come off of your name? Like galvanized? Not yet. Yeah. Well, so well. I should be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. It was... Um, so he believed it's some sort of fluid that remains in the body. And to prove this, he started making batteries... And got frog legs kicking all over the place. Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. He well, devoted the rest of his life to shocking dead frogs and developing a theory that maybe possible through electricity, you could stimulate the electrical fluid of the nerves and muscles to reverse the effects of death. Man, when he saw that frog kick, he's, he was all in. Yeah. He was like, okay. Yeah, we can do this. It's like, oh, well, that was easy. It's like, yeah, though, oh, and that was by accident. What if I do it on purpose? Yeah. I could juice these froggies up. Yeah. Before he could continue on with that theory, though, he died. Hmm. Interesting. Did, um, was it, sorry, I just, was there foul play with somebody? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. All right, because I'm just thinking... I didn't look into it too much because this story continues. Okay. His nephew had been enthralled with Luigi Galvani's experiments on these hopeless amphibians. <laughs> these poor guys. Yeah. So Giovanni Aldini yeah. decided to continue on with his uncle's experimentation. Okay. But why limit yourself to frogs? No, no, no. Why not try reanimating something a more complicated nervous system how complicated Aldini decided to move past frogs and he began trying to reanimate the corpses of sheep, pigs 
and cows. Ah. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah. All this work in trying to reanimate the dead brought many onlookers, and he had people showing up to his laboratory to watch the shocking displays. Aldini was shocking these animals, and they would move and do all sorts of stuff. He's making them do things. Their eyes would open or move. Their tongues would loll out of their heads. Their heads would shake back and forth spasmodically. <sighs> these performances became quite the rage. I bet. And brought many curious minds, and it became uh, good fun to see this stuff. Hey, honey, he's going to go shock the sheep tonight. You want to come out? Yeah. Hell yeah. Shock Bring the, the kids. That sounds like a euphemism right there. Oh, my God. I don't you, know. What. You want to shock the sheep? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Hey, dude, you want to shock the sheep? Yeah. Hey, baby, you want to shock the sheep? It changes whoever you talk to. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what it means, but. All right. You can write us a letter about but it. But anyways, yeah. shocking sheep, <laughs> it got boring. Of course it did. So, naturally... Aldini started hanging out by the old executioner's block. And when they shortened someone by a head, he would take him back to his lab and zap him. And of course, because of the times, this was just allowed. This was just a thing you could do. Why it's not? Like, ah, nobody's using this. Yeah. This guy's a criminal anyways. Maybe. I mean, it's just going to go on the ground otherwise. Right. Science. science. For science. For science. The problem here, though, is a decapitated corpse tends to lose a lot of blood. Those animal electric fluids all get drained out. Oh, bummer. And since this is the method, since beheading with an axe is the method of execution in Italy, this is a bit of a problem for Giovanni here. But hey, over there in England, they hang people. That means they still got heads. They still have heads. Yeah, ensuing uh, road trip montage. Yeah, good. I yeah. picture it. Yeah. Just see the map and mm-hmm. his hair is blowing. It's like in an the Indiana wind. Jones, yeah. like the airplane flying up yeah. across the map and stuff. As it's superimposed over his him in a carriage with his like locks, his 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 uh, you know, beautiful hair Just is like blowing in the wind. That, cr- like clicking some uh, jump starters together. Oh like, yeah. Well, he's you know, got like, get yeah. some sparks shooting. <laughs> Well, he's probably just got boxes of frogs he's playing with as he's being driven around. Yeah. You can pack frogs pretty easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. This man has electricity. <laughs> oh, man. Aldini shows up to London, gets himself a nice lab near the gallows, gets to work. Now, George Foster was a bad man. Okay. He was found guilty of killing his wife that's and not, child. No, that's not good, man. He drowned them in a canal. Jesus. I don't know how you do both of that. Like, what? You, don't you think one would run away? Well, I figured. Never mind. I don't want to talk about how I would throw <laughs> someone in a canal, but like, you, you whip the child in. He's well, done. I guess that's. And then true. the wife is like, "That's my child," and he's like, "That's too bad." Yeah. Like, that's your child too. He's like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't think about it that way. I guess. Because yeah, it's you know. It's, but anyways, it's a numbers game. George Foster was hanged that's until he, dead. That's what he gets. Yeah. Aldini. Purchased the corpse, summoned his students and onlookers, and then uh, he moved the limbs about, you know, proving he's dead. Uh, Maybe hit the guy in the face, punched him, or I don't know. It was kind of vague on that. Probably. Give him him a good slap. Yeah. 
you know, you need to show that he's he's dead. Right. He then wet the corpse's ears, stuck some sponges in them, attached electrodes, and then he hooked his battery up and let her rip. Holy Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. A reporter that witnessed the event had this to say. On the first application of the process to the face, the jaws of the deceased criminal began to quiver. The adjoining muscles were horribly contorted. One eye was actually opened. In the subsequent part of the process, the right hand was raised and clenched. Then the legs and thighs were set in motion. So this thing just starts kicking. He's like, opens its eyes. He's like, look what this will do. Ah! Yeah. So Aldini left George Foster's twitching, lolling corpse hooked up to the battery until the battery died. The face kept contorting in horrifying expressions. The jaw would clack open and shut. His eyes would open and roll. At times, it even appeared that he would inhale. What a fun game. This lasted hours, and many came by to witness the disturbing event, and some may have even thought that the criminal had come back from the dead. But eventually the battery died, and the corpse no longer moved, and the show was over. He's like, see, science. Mm-hmm. Science. Yeah. But wait, there's more. This happened in, I didn't write the year down, early 1800s when this um, experiment actually took place. Or right around the turn of that century. Okay. Um, I should have wrote that down, but I didn't. Wow. Ah. So, anyways, moving on. Yep. Andrew Yer, inspired by Aldini, wanted wanted to get into reanimating corpses too. Why not? Yeah, why not? It's a fun game. Yeah. Science. For science. For science. Yes. This Scottish man from Glasgow that firmly believed the world was only 6,000 years old, wanted to get in on the reanimation game. Okay, sorry, I won't focus on that. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's, he, it's always a fun topic. He, he believed that through electrical stimulation, you could restore life in victims of drowning, suffocation, or hanging. All right, so he wants to use this power for a force of good. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. So you've got the hypothesis, though. Maybe. Right. So time to experiment. All right. Andrew Year procured the body of executed murderer Matthew Clydesdale and then set out to try to prove his theory. Uh, a big fan of crowds, he would make sure there were plenty of people to watch the performance. Of course. Similar to Ann Aldini's method, the corpse was hooked up to a battery uh, by the phrenic nerve, which is a part of the spine. It, like, yeah, it's Okay. It's an important thing of your body. I believe you. So Andrew Yer had this to say in 1819. Every muscle of the body was immediately agitated with convulsive movements resembling a violent shuddering from cold. On moving the second rod from hip to heel, the knee being previously bent, the leg was thrown out with such violence as nearly to overturn one of the assistants who in vain tried to prevent its extension. The body was also made to perform the movements of breathing by stimulating the phrenic nerve and the diaphragm. When the supraorbital nerve was excited, every muscle in its countenance was simultaneously thrown into fearful action. 
Rage, horror, despair, anguish, and ghastly smiles united their hideous expressions in the murderer's face, surpassing far the wildest representations from Fuselier Khan. I don't know what that means. At this period, several of the spectators were forced to leave the apartment from terror or sickness, and one gentleman fainted. I bet. Mm-hmm. I'm fainting just thinking about it. Because I'm imagining, you know, again, the horrible expressions, then a weird, like, Joker-esque smile across his face. Right. Like, ah! Yeah. Ah. That's enough. Keen. I'm guessing these are other ones, because he did this on multiple people. But this was just the one that well, he Well, the show must go on. Right. So, Yur eventually gave up on his experiments, from what I can tell, because local churches kept telling him to stop summoning devils in his lab. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Not, he's not just reactivating people's dead nerves. He's trying to summon demons into bodies, is what they assume he's doing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's told to stop trying to summon devils in his lab. And his religious tenet believed that true science always keeps with the Bible. So. Okay. Which is why it's only 6,000 years old. Correct. Well, I mean, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good number. So these men of science and medicine are assumed to be the basis of Dr. Frankenstein. It w- was believed that young Mary Shelley had heard tales of these macabre reanimation attempts on human corse, corpses and later wrote the classic novel. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Hey, what if they were able to do what they tried? Here we go. Right. However, to actually pull off creating Frankenstein's monster, there are other steps involved. You see, Frankenstein's monster wasn't simply a reanimated corpse. No. It was multiple corpses worked together in parts. Because it just got to make it worse. So... Where can we find evidence of these types of experiments? No, this isn't based in reality. She made it up out of her head. Nope. She totally made it up. She's a very she's a creative genius. Well, yeah, but maybe these following individuals took her as inspiration. Oh, either way. I just I just love the idea of somebody having a thought like, what if I did this? Mm-hmm. Oh. What if you did do that? What if we did that? Hmm. So in order to combine all these different parts of a body into one yes. being. Yes. You're essentially doing transplants of sorts. Yes. Right? Well, that's a pretty new kind of science, you know? Yes. Like, that's new, relatively. Um, where do you think... I'll give you... I think you can get this in a couple guesses. So I hope. Let's. I think you're going to go to one, and it's going to be not that one. And I let you down earlier when I went on a giant tangent. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. It's this. So this is different. Okay. Where do you think uh, transplant experimentation kind of maybe began? Transylvania. No. Okay. I just. Oh, was that's going, interesting. Right. I, I just. Yeah. Sticking with hmm. the spookiness right there. You like that? What if it did? Mm-hmm. All right. I will try again. I mean, I want to say, I want to say England. Okay, well, you're not going where I thought you were, so I'll just. Oh, what? it's not the Nazis. Oh, okay. It's the Soviets. Oh, yeah. 
Sorry, I was thinking of fiction. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. No, thinking. we're in the real world here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem. Uh-huh. I was. I wasn't. You I were was thinking of fantastical bad yep. things. I wasn't thinking of just good old fashioned humanity. Yeah, no, nope. which is what I should have been because that's all we're talking about right now. Why mm-hmm. was I distracted? So Vladimir Demikov oh, was a pioneer in name. organ transplantation. Okay. So he was he he did the first ever heart and lung transplant. Okay. It was done in 1946. Nice. On a dog. Okay. So he also did the first successful heart bypass surgery, also on a dog. Okay. This actually led to a lot of modern medicine type procedures. Yeah, so I like hear you. He was learning some stuff and it benefited the world, but he starts getting a little creepy. Oh. Yeah, he started. Uh, Transplanting dogs together? Okay. Okay. So... I mean, he likes dogs, so it's like, what if I, what if my dog was two dogs? Yeah, and that's what he did. So he took the body, half of the body, I guess. Uh, oh, what? From behind the shoulders no. of a smaller dog. What is he doing? And then would attach it to... Don't do that. ...the body of a larger dog. And... It would be on the neck of it, and he would combine their organs and everything together so that they could exist together, like, cohesively. So they would eat and drink separately, the two heads, and they... They were alive? Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. For four days, they were. You want to see a picture? Yes. I'm not going to believe this exists. Holy... F- oh, my God. Why would you do that? Whoa, 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 whoa. That was the picture whoa, whoa. when I said not to look at my computer when you first please, got over here. Please, that was right. what was pulled up on it. I know you just listed your whole laptop. Can I see it just one more time? Yep. And then I'll not... look. I just... that It looks like he's giving like a back hug. But it's like a... It'll, oh, yep. oh, why mm-hmm. would you do that? Uh, I don't know. You think the... Oh, the necro... I don't understand. So, uh, for listeners, it is the body... the front half of like a little lab type dog like it looks like a puppy or a small mutt maybe uh just stuck in the neck of a german shepherd like imagine like your best friend okay so then imagine with a doctor petting it so it looks very cute i'm sure the animals are not in immense pain at all i'm sure it's very i'm sure it's very fine how could he even get them to eat you think they'd just be (laughs) screaming i don't know they jacked it got probably i mean I don't know. Are they jacked up on drugs, like pain medication and shit? To Because there's no way that doesn't feel... But if you're trying to have a problem, if you're having a problem visualizing this, imagine like your best friend, like this human... Like Imagine like someone's just like draped their arms over your shoulders mm-hmm. and like their head's like poking behind your head. But now imagine those are dogs. And they're sewn together. And they're sewn together. Yeah, it's pretty awful. I, it's, I don't even know what to call that. I don't even... It's because like a chimera is very generous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Two thirds of Cerberus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why didn't he? Never mind. I'm not gonna. Yeah, three dogs. Why don't you just go for it, man? Yeah. At sure. Point, why not? At this point, just torture them all. Yeah. Um. He oh did this experiment 25 times. The longest, which survived for 29 days. He had a two-headed dog for a month. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, he had multiple two-headed dogs for a long time, it seems. Did they live amongst each other? Uh, I'm going to guess no. Because if he had a pound of these things, I would not. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh. So the problem always came down to the body would reject the other body. But, I mean, right. Yeah, this is right. But yeah, I can't imagine those poor dogs. Especially the dog that's like sewn on the other dog and is still alive. Yeah. Like the dog with the everything sewn on him at least is like a dog. Mm-hmm. He's got like a growth on him. The other dog is just this monstrosity. They've formed... Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Hmm. This one was done in East Germany, so that... Hmm. Uh, yep. Hmm. Well. Yeah. So there's there's a little bit of that, but you know, eventually, Frankenstein's monster. It was already multiple bodies sewn together, right? Reanimated with electricity, but what was the last kind of component that it needed? The last component besides the yeah. body parts, electricity. Mm-hmm. It needed a a brain. Okay, sure, right. Enter Robert White. All right, Rob, what are you doing? He's an American neurosurgeon, best known for his head transplants. Okay. On living monkeys. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is surprisingly recent. How? Well, what, what year will surprise me? Uh... Let's see. What? He died in 2010. Oh, Christ. He was doing these experiments in, I think, the 90s. Just to see if it was just, well, I mean, like any good scientist. Just to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, no, it was the 70s. Okay. Oh, well. But he was doing this for a while. Sure. So he would, he would take the... These living monkeys. Um, and he would decapitate them. As you do. And then he would take the head of monkey A and move it to monkey B. And then he would reconnect all the veins. And this was a, a elaborate process. I would think. 18-hour procedure with a team of 30 doctors. I'm just wasting everyone's time. <laughs> I just... What? What? Uh, or, I mean, never mind. I'm, now I'm imagining the implications that... this How this could be used for good. I'm I'm judging. I shouldn't do that. In... It's not fair. When the monkey woke up, it tried to bite the nearest person. Fair. And because they didn't reattach its spine... It was paralyzed from the neck down. Oh. And it lived for nine days. Cool. Well, you know what? Leave it to a human to invent hell on earth. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so here, it was more recent than I thought. In 2001, White replicated this experiment and said the monkey could see, taste, hear, smell, and move its face. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. 
And then... Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so he got successfully... I mean, I don't know how successful that is. He moved brains, though. He did. And then I remember hearing about... There was a Italian doctor. Italian? Yeah, the Italian surgeon that was supposedly going to do this in 2018. And I don't remember if it was successful or not. I need to look that up because... Well, I would like to yeah, know it's a need-to-know information at this point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like there's been a successful one yet. But they've done it to multiple mice now, and they believe it's possible. I mean, I assume if as long as nothing is rejected and everything connects, I mean, that seems doable, mm-hmm. but those are quite a few hurdles to jump over. Yeah, so during the 1990s, uh, Robert White wanted to give Stephen Hawking a head transplant or transplant his head. Don't fuck with that man's brain. (laughs) (laughs) He also wanted to do it to act for actor Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves, of course. Yeah. Uh, And they were like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's all right. The monkey only lived nine days. Mm, I'm going to pass. So imagine either one of them like, my life is just worth nine days to you. (laughs) Yeah. So... uh, Ultimately, it just came down to uh, immune rejection of these transplanted body parts, though. Sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, those that's evidence that there may be a real-life Frankenstein's monster roaming about. <sighs> or at least there's, you know, attempts at it being made. Well, that's just seeing something like, yeah, eventually we're going we're gonna to get there. Yeah. And like the the uh, the good part about that will be, um, you know, as opposed to making a killing machine, um, you know, if someone's in like a horrible accident, you're able to, you know, fix them with cadaver parts and you know put them. Well, I mean, they they do running. They, they do stuff exactly. like that already. Yeah, obviously not a full head transplant. No, it's but like extreme things. Like you know what I mean? Like, like what if you could have done it successfully and given Christopher Reeves like a whole new body and he was able to walk around and be just you know and move about. Mm-hmm. Would have been wild for everyone involved, right? Himself included, but he would have had, you know, he would have been able to move about then. Mm-hmm. Which would have been, I mean, that would be wide, life-changing things for so many different people. A hundred percent. Which is, you know, why these people. I hope is why they're doing it. They're not just. I'm glad you. Oh, th- oh. Thank you. They don't just like sewing dogs together. I hope. I'm glad you threw the I hope in there because, yep, I hope they're doing this for good things. Yeah. I hope this is in the pursuit of knowledge and, um, you know, making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Not, not because they're the real monsters. Not because they're the real monsters. No. Yeah. But uh, I was curious, uh, and I was just like, I wonder if there's been any real life Frankenstein's. It's a good question. So I got into that and I had fun with it. Yes. And turns out there are. So yeah, real close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty close to it. And uh, going back to the topic of horror movies, it made me one of my favorites is Reanimator. Yes, which is a fantastic one. It's a goodie. Which is HP? It's based on HP Lovecraft's um, take on the Frankenstein monster. He had one of those. Like he had, I I don't know about it. Well, Reanimator is his. Oh, that is his. Well, that it's is his story. Okay, it's okay. It's adapted to that. Got it. I forgot Badass. the actual name of that. It's like. 
what is H.P. Lovecraft reanimator? Yeah, that being an honest man, I did not know that. It's something called like very similar to just reanimator. I hope it is just Herbert reanimator. West reanimator. It was a short story Got by H.P. Lovecraft. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a fun one. Frankenstein's, they're out there. They're with the big feet. Man, just yeah, imagining them roaming the woods. Well, Frankenstein was huge. What if what if one of these guys gets a hold of a bunch of Bigfoot parts and makes one of those? Or, I mean, we got a whole lot of issues with that. <laughs> but or what if he gets again? Let's just take it to it's all, all one of its sure. one of the final steps. Like what Why if not? he's what if he's got a hold of a few monsters? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if he's got a few things? What if he has a Bigfoot? And like you think about the things that are similarly, uh, you know, in their similar appearances. What if he's got a, a sheep squatch? What if he's got a Bigfoot? Huh. What if he What if he gets a hold of like some kind of Mothman type entity? What if this is a super villain? This there's some maniac out yes. there hunting down all of these monsters, killing them, so he can make them into. An army of hybrids, undead. I'm not saying this is this is an. It didn't come to me until you phrased it that way. I'm not saying this is a Buffy the Vampire season plotline. Oh but yeah, it, it may in fact be. Huh. And um, it's as horrifying as you can imagine. <laughs> interesting, right? Yeah, because in that universe, monsters do exist, and mm-hmm. these scientists do do things. And I can't believe I didn't think about that until just now. So yeah, imagine that. I mean. Huh. And of course I can't believe I'm not the first one that thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) But I shouldn't be too shocked, I guess. My point is great minds think alike. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, this is exactly where this should happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody's making an army of hybrid monsters. Or would you use the monsters to enhance human abilities? Super soldiers made with monster parts? Oh, I just like the, the idea of it being a just a regular dude with Bigfoot-sized feet. It's like this is your power. What? <laughs> what? They help you hide in the woods. The guys, the scientist is like, yeah. So the test came back, and like you and this Bigfoot both test, you know, type O negative. Yeah, you're a match. I'm a what? You're, you're a match. Why? All, all we got is his feet, though. So here you go. Oh, jeez. Just gotta wear clown shoes. Yeah, I'm never gonna that's, have to. That's how you be. That's how you get into the, <laughs> no, the into the a career as a clown. You're like these are the only shoes that fit. Well, <laughs> can't work in an office. You don't fit in the cubicle. Yeah. All right. Well, that's dumb. Time to, time to be a clown. Yeah. Time to be a clown. But yeah. So I'm gonna. Do I never get to wear socks? Nope. Nope. Don't make them for you. Nope. He just wears pillowcases for socks. All right. That's stupid. That's I'm just thinking what else would fit. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. That's the uh, reanimator and the story of Frankenstein. Beautiful. Ish. Real life Frankenstein. Yeah, real life Frankenstein monsters. Mm-hmm. Attempts at them. But yeah, real life Frankensteins. Real life doctors doing the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, that's fun. That is fun. What a beautiful world we live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, science is full of a lot of fucked up stuff, but I mean... Yep, it is. And medicine and... Yep. I mean... I just... I still... I mean, I still just love the church. It's like, quit summoning devils! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not exactly what I'm doing, but I... 
I get how it looks like that. Yeah. I I, I don't know. That guy was he's a trip. <laughs> I forget what that religion was called. I had to look it up and that's when I was like, "Oh, he's Theosophy? No, it was, no, I know. It was like <laughs> geological spiritualist or something. That's why Man, they, so many wild ones. They believe that the Earth's only six thousand years old. Well, I mean, based on facts and evidence, of course. I mean, yes, maybe back then. I guess back then it would have been more. Well, that's true, right? Believable. You, you got to give people some slack at some point, because yeah, I mean, but at a certain point. Yep. But I mean. Everything cool comes around again. Right, yeah. Or flat again. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. But that's, that rounds out our year. That's awesome. That is, yeah, this is kind of the grand conclusion of our second year in the bank. Season two, wrapped. Season two is a wrap, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. What a wild ride. Well, did we decide it's wrapped? Or are the other ones, are they... They the finale or are they? They the could very well exist in the in between space. Yeah, between they are the, the in between. Because we could say, um, like, because chances are, when the uh, the grand war, the spooky time battle royale, is upon us, it's probably going to be more than one episode. Because I think that's how it's going to work out. So, like, one could be the end of a season. One could be the beginning of the next one. Mm-hmm. Could split that way. Then you can you know just figure that out at home for yourselves. I but guess we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. When we get there. But that is. That that's is looming. That's yeah, season I mean, that's two next. wrapped-ish. Yeah. Right. Well, that's cool. All that awaits is the uh, the fate of the universe mm-hmm. is in the creature's hands. Tis. Who will come out on top? Who will be who will be struck down in the first round? Who just won't cut it? What fan favorites are going to take a boat? Take a take a dive? They always catch me off guard. Well, I mean, we've only done this once, but no, yeah, it seems like I've gone over in my mind a million times. Like, yeah, yeah we're veterans at this. Yeah, no, we'll see. I guess because I do enjoy. Like, yeah, we both love this creature. Yeah, he's fucking losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, man, you can't. You got nothing here. But yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll be putting that bracket together on our bonus episodes of Behind the Veil. Yeah, because right? now we have all the. All the uh, possible characters. Correct. And locations. Yeah, so if you... uh, And locations, absolutely. Yeah, so if you want to listen to us compile that grand finale battle royale, Mm -hmm. you can support us on the Patreon. We wouldn't fear. If you um, have thoughts about the battle or matchups you want to see, I mean, it'll be randomized, but if you had hopes or dreams for this grand war, Mm -hmm. email us at we weren't feared. Yeah, message us. Podcast at gmail.com, yeah. IG, hit us up on there. Yeah, we're both on there. We are. Yeah, let us, let us know because, like many things of this past year, who knows what the future holds. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Hopefully, who we pick as victor doesn't, you know, appear in the next month or so. Oh yeah, we have we gotta work my special power. We can't. Is this like Ghostbusters where, where we choose the form of the destroyer? Yeah. <laughs> Uh. Oh no! Well, I should have brought over the Ouija board. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what if I did? Oh. <laughs> All right. Huh. Hmm. All right. Well, that's okay. a wrap then. Yeah, that is a wrap. So uh, we're going behind the veil to build up that bracket. Yeah, it's time to build that bracket, guys. So uh, join us on Behind the Veil. Support your favorite spooky podcast. Mm-hmm. And stay spooky. Stay spooky.
All right. Well, big feats. Big feats. Whiskies.